Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk. Right to my computer, 
If you call her and let her know that I sent you, you give her the code Roberta Inspires, and she's going to hook you up too. Remember that our scripture is that without a vision, the people perish. And so we're all about getting vision for our life. And also um, the core book that we're basing our teachings on for this period is Believe You Can by Pastor Jensen Franklin from the Atlanta, Georgia area. And um, Valentine's Day is a day that you have to believe that you can. You can have love, give love, and share love. Let me um, talk a little bit about Black History Month again because we have uh, a wonderful month. This is why I love being born in this month. we got Black History Month. We have President's Day. We just had the birthday of President Abraham Lincoln. Um, I believe it's a bicentennial anniversary or centennial. I forget which one. I got it wrong. I think centennial. And uh, it's so it's just a really, really great month. So much goes on in the month of February. And then we have all this romance on top of it. Wow, we. And um, I have to say that uh, Black History Month is especially important this year, I think because of our uh, 44th president, the first African-American president that we have ever had in this country, and he is doing a wonderful job, and uh, he's having some challenges, and we're praying for him because sometimes people want to keep doing business the same old way, regardless of who's in office. <laughs> but we're going to see change because we the people are going to be involved as a government for the people and by the people, and the Obama administration has made the tools available to us online. I want to remind you uh, to give your input and send out things to help you organize yourself in your communities. And so all these lovely 2,000 listeners, nearly 2,000 listeners, you've got to get out there and get involved in some way. Well, and so that's really a very significant uh, black history moment in and of itself. I think the other thing that's very significant that Ebony Magazine, if you can get a copy of it, has featured, of course, is the love relationship between the president and the first lady. And it's not that we haven't had first ladies and presidents that have loved each other before, but there's just something so special about the Obamas as a couple. Everybody just enjoys watching them, or many people, I should say, most people enjoy watching them, just looking at them, and, you know, you see the love. And I think that's one of the places that we can really, um, one of the things that we can really talk about is the first couple in terms of love and also um, black history is that here we have this African-American family in the White House when, unfortunately, um, there have been so many stereotypes of African-Americans that have not been positive. And to see this wonderful couple that just is so dedicated to each other, and I think that's one of the things that you see in terms of the loving and sharing uh, each other, uh, sharing love, is that they are really committed to each other. And I think also one of the things that I admire is, I mean, the, res the respect, the level of respect that is obvious between the two of them, believable. Um, and also, I think I like to point out, too, especially to, to women in my listening audience, this woman is on the ball, as we used to say. 
all by herself. She's a standalone, standout, without any sidekick. And so it's very important, I think, for people to realize that uh, women in particular, you have to be the best you can be. If you want Mr. Wonderful, you got to be pretty wonderful yourself because um, folks are looking for people that man's looking for someone that adds to him, not that detracts or that he's got a makeover and vice versa. You don't want to have to make him over. But uh, So the mutual respect, I think the mutual quality is something that we can look at in the first couple, uh, quality of personalities, quality of their education, quality of both making themselves the best people they could be, and they found each other on that journey. Or as the scripture would say, he that finds a wife, because he found a wife and he found a good thing. And uh, good old-fashioned male pursuit, I love it. So <laughs> that's kind of one of the things. And then the tenderness that they shared. I had a, a male friend of mine who actually was observing just the way they look at each other. And I'm like, boy, when a guy sees that, you know it's really there. <laughs> so it was really, uh, it's really neat the way they touch and the caring. And, of course, the first dance was just phenomenal uh, that they did at the Neighborhood Ball in Washington. In the inauguration, they were just like two kids at a prom, and they were beautiful. If you haven't had a chance to take a look at it, um, see if you can get a chance. I mean, they just wrapped arms, um, you know, he had his arms around her embracing her and they twirled and she had on her beautiful dress, white dress, and he had on his tuxedo with the white bow tie. I mean, and the first thing he says, looking at, I'm, I'm looking at an article to kind of use it, is he says, first of all, how good looking is my wife? And that is beautiful. How good looking is my wife? And so, um, you know, we've got reason to really celebrate because God has just been so good to us. And, of course, the wonderful song is that, that they had um, sung for them as they danced is um, At Last, an old Etta James song redone by Beyonce. So that was really uh, very, very special. So um, that ought to set the mood and set the tone. And then, of course, everybody says when you really look in the eyes of their children and you see the happiness in their children, you can see that it, this is a real genuine family and a happy little family because children really reflect the heart and mind of a family. And so we have our Black History Moment, I think kind of a little love story that I, I want to illustrate there for you. And, again, the key elements of that love story have to do with the mutual respect has to do with the mutual quality of each individual. Uh, nobody was pulling anybody up. Everybody had all on the table, and they were both going about their business to be the best they could be. They have commitment. They have love and tenderness and affection and desire for one another, which is obvious. They love their children. And then above all, they love God. And that is something that is very outstanding, I think, when we look at this modern-day uh, inspirational story, the Obamas, they love God. These are uh, two Christian people. They go to church together. They worship together. They serve together. And one of the things that really uh, caught um, Mrs. Obama, I want to say Lady Obama's heart, was um, when the president was still a community activist, when he took her out to show her his community activism work, that really 
moved her. So once again, you know, if you want a Cadillac, you don't buy a Volkswagen, folks. <laughs> and when she saw a man who was doing something that was making a difference, this was how he was spending his time being a Harvard graduate, law school, you know, lawyer, he was out trying to bring about change. She knew right then, here's the quality. So you look for quality. But uh, they share, you know, in in church and in service. And one of the things uh, that I think the president has said recently is that they do miss having a congregation and so that, that they belong to. So that's one of the things that they're looking for. And I have to say that Washington's a great city. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Obama, you'll find President and Lady Obama, you will find some wonderful churches that will welcome you. So that is our modern-day inspiring love story. And uh, if you're coupled up, wonderful, share in some of those wonderful elements that the Obamas exemplify for us. If you're not, that's okay. Just take the lesson of the idea that you're looking for quality, that, number one, you want to be a quality person yourself. And that brings me to, again, this theme of Valentine's Day and the concept of loving ourselves, loving others, and loving our God. Valentine's Day, according to Wikipedia, is celebrated, of course, on the 14th by many people throughout the world. And, of course, we know there are cards going galore, presenting flowers, and chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. And I have to say that my Valentine bought me my heart of chocolates this morning before I could even get out of bed. It was wonderful. How sweet is that? So happy Valentine's to my Valentine. I love you. And so this was just wonderful, one of my wonderful little Valentine's Day. That nice little kiss and so everything's good. I'm ready. I'm good for go today for Valentine's Day. How about you? But anyway, Valentine's Day, they believe, um, was named after a Christian martyr who was Valentine of Rome or Valentine of, let's see if I can pronounce this right, Turney. Um, but anyway, they believe that he suffered martyrdom. And there's some history to this. And one of the uh, things they say is that this particular, excuse me, that this particular Valentine, how it got started was that I think they were, uh, the Romans were banning marriage, I believe it's the story, and this Valentine went ahead, um, this particular Valentine went ahead and married people anyway. And that's how it got the... Um, idea of this romance thing going, and he was martyred later, and so they, they remembered and called it Valentine's Day. Now, I'm not doing this story as much justice as it deserves, but um, it's, you know, it's a lover that's about love and all of that. It is, um, it's believed that, again, here's what it's the Roman, Roman Emperor Claudius allegedly ordered that young men remain single. And we know God believes in marriage, so Christ was on his own there, wasn't he? And the emperor did this to grow his believing that married men did not make for good soldiers. Now, ladies, we know better than that because we make some good uh, soldier guys because we support them all the way, right? And I certainly give my love and prayers to those who have loved ones uh, over in foreign lands in Afghanistan, Iraq, um, I have someone over there, and I know how that is, and 
a family member and his wife is here. And so happy Valentine's Day to you over there in Afghanistan. Um, but the, the priest Valentine, they said, however, secretly performed marriage ceremonies for young men. And when Claudius found out, he had Valentine arrested and thrown in jail. And in an embellishment to the golden legend, on the evening before Valentine was to be executed, he wrote the first Valentine himself, addressed to a young lady variously identified as his beloved, as the jailer's daughter, whom he befriended and healed or both. And it was a note that read, from your Valentine. So that's kind of the traditional, one of the stories about Valentine's Day now. Believe what you will or may, but here we are where the American Greeting Card Association says at least one billion Valentine's cards are sent each year worldwide. So it's the second largest card-sending holiday behind Christmas. And I'm telling you that's really something. And if you want to listen to an in-depth interview on Valentine's Day, um, I did one last year. You can find it on my show page. It's called Chasing the Rain. Chasing the Ring with uh, author, writer, uh, speaker, Allegra Hassan, who had written an article for CBN.com, uh, and I think you would enjoy that, called Chasing the Ring. It's about the whole emotional roller coaster that you go to go through when you're really looking for the ring. Anyway, first, one of the things I want to say, even though Valentine's Day is thought of as a, really a day of romance, you can... You can look at it that way, and you can certainly express your love with chocolates. There are lots of gift ideas online. You can make things and bake things and write poems and make up songs and sing songs. But you can also uh, love others. If you're not in that type of relationship right now, you can actually show your love to others by going out into senior citizens' homes and giving out Valentine's cards or to children's centers and dropping off a big basket of candy. I remember one year I went out to a hospital to a children's ward and I bought candy because I refused to focus on uh, what was going on on Valentine's Day or Valentine's Day, you know, other things that may have uh, been concerning to me or distracting about the holiday that particular year. And I went out and I bought all this candy. And I went to this hospital, and I looked at the children's ward, and I go there to give the candy, and hey, guess what? One, you couldn't give it, and I think the hospital, I'm not even sure they had a way, a children's ward or something, so I think they were going to take it up to the maternity ward. So plan ahead on that one, you know what I mean? Um, spontaneity is good sometimes, but a little planning goes a long way, folks. So anyway, but there are lots of ways to express love. Uh, raking leaves for a neighbor calling your parents, you can express the pouring out of love on others in many ways, giving food, cooking dinners for the needy. You can still make Valentine's special because there's somebody who doesn't have a Valentine today who didn't get a box of, of chocolates or didn't get a card or even a rose, a dollar rose. Um, if you have to go into the Goodwill store to get a Valentine's goodie, take it and give it to somebody in passing. So love others. Love others as you would like to be loved, and you will be surprised how it returns to you. And then loving yourself. It's a great day just to take a nice walk and celebrate the person that God made you to be and show love for his wonderful creation, you, today. Take a walk, take a nap, read a good book, get a wonderful cup of tea, get yourself a nice Valentine's cup, <laughs> 
pour yourself some lovely tea in there, or get you some pomegranate juice, and kick it back with a good old movie, <laughs> a romantic movie, and there are lots of them. Um, get you guys together, although I know guys may not want to get together for Valentine's Day and watch a movie, watch a sports, whatever, but get your girls together. Um, since my listeners are probably for a lot of women, but get your girls together and just have a Valentine's celebration. Um, last Valentine's in Atlanta, I actually threw a Valentine's dinner, and it was called Ladies in Red, and we all dressed up in red and met at a restaurant. We had a blast. So any of my listeners who were from that, who were at that event, you remember, we had an absolute blast. We pretty much shut the restaurant down. They needed to get us out of there. Um, we just went in and had, you know, good, clean fun, eating, talking, laughing. You know, it was just a good time and an opportunity for uh, women, single women, to get out, get dressed up, come out and celebrate. And um, I think everybody enjoyed themselves. I put out, here's an idea, I put out little gifts on the table, little bags with cards, and we also had a card exchange. And so that was very very well received and very nice. And then uh, I think two years before that, I did a Valentine's dinner where I did all the cooking and, you know, kind of the open house and hang up the balloons. So I go, wow, for this. I I put up lights. The children in my family like holidays and stuff. So uh, one was coming to visit me. And around that season, so I had bought Valentine's lights that I hung up on the wall that, you know, were hearts with <laughs> So like the Christmas lights and Valentine's this and, and that little adorable one, he um like the little adorable from this morning, a uh, little adorable actually bought me bought me a little uh dog that sings, uh, you ain't nothing but a hound dog or, you know, rock my world. So the kids take good care of me, I have to say. My little Valentine's don't forget me and that is so wonderful. And they give the best little kisses and hugs for Valentine's Day. So, um, you know, find a child to love one for Valentine's Day. Find a senior. Find someone. Give of yourself because God is love and, and love is giving. Love is not self-centered. So if you're sitting around today going, I don't have any Valentine's, give of yourself. Call somebody that needs to get out to dinner, but share, but care. Get out in the community. Go to volunteers, I believe it's volunteers.org. Look for opportunities to share, to cook a Valentine's dinner for women in a home. Lots of opportunities to show the love of God. Uh, remember that St. Valentine would have been a Christian according to legend. And so this is still about Christianity and love and sharing and giving. And then, of course, there's taking time to just celebrate our God, celebrating him. How about reading him some love? poems today of your heart, writing some expressions of love to to the Father and telling him that you really love him, that you love him more than life itself, that you really appreciate everything that he has done for you. And that is a way to celebrate. Take time and spend some quality time, a nice quiet walk. You know, why should he have an opportunity to enjoy um, us on Valentine's Day when Valentine's Day is about love and, and God is love. He is the author of love. It was his idea to have 
a husband and a wife, to have couples, to have this wonderful pouring out and sharing. So, you know, I know we're business people and we're about business, but you have to stop and make sure that you, if you will, smell the roses. Uh, No pun intended for Valentine's Day, but this is a day. And thank God for the beautiful gift of roses and sunshine and chocolates and and the idea of love. Can you imagine a world without love? Can you imagine a world without family, without uh, being able to connect and express? And the thing, God created us, our Heavenly Father created us with the capacity to love. If you lose everything in this world, never lose your capacity to love. I'm going to say that again because that is so important. And that is profound. (laughs) That's hot off the presses. If you lose everything in this world, never lose your capacity to love. And you may be sitting around this Valentine's Day remembering someone that you loved, maybe their past, maybe they left you, whatever the case may be. But whatever you do, don't lose your capacity to love. And that's why I express to you that there are various ways to celebrate Valentine's Day that are not all holding hands and walking through the park. And if you got that special someone, you hold that hand real tight and you walk and you play some lovely songs, some Unforgettable and At Last or whatever it is you all like to do, you know, um, your wedding song, uh, do some great things. But if it's just you or you and your children or you and your mom or you and your whoever it is, get out there and make it the best Valentine's Day that you can. And remember, celebrate the one that loves you the most, above all. I want to share with you, too, about a book from a wonderful author that I've had the opportunity to meet and I need to get on the show, and that's 100 Love Letters for God's Women from Jesus, Savior, Redeemer, and Lover of Your Soul. And that is by Minister Ingrid Rennie, R-E-N-N-I-E. And you can actually buy this out on Barnes & Noble. It's called 100 Love Letters for God's women from Jesus, Savior, Redeemer, and Lover of Your Soul. And wouldn't that be a nice little uh, Valentine's gift for yourself today to read God's love letters to you? And, fellas, you can still read it too, you know. Uh, just substitute the he for she and uh, in your reading, and you can um, celebrate that. Go out and read some wonderful poetry at a bookstore. With some, you can tell I love this idea, right? Now, me, I'm going to eat my chocolate to my little Valentine gave me, and I'm also going to uh, make some Valentine's goodies that I need to give out to my little bitty Valentines all around, some of the big ones too. But above all, you know, just tell God thank you so much that you're alive to celebrate and enjoy another Valentine's Day. Remember that this has been your host, Roberta of Roberta Inspires. Dot com and Roberta Inspires Omni Media, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. And I know in your own way you're wishing me a happy birthday coming up. I'm turning 29 again, everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm 29 and holding. I'm not giving it up. I refuse. Uh, <laughs> And that's where we're going to leave it, and that's how we're going to leave this show. Happy 29th birthday. One more time, Roberta. Have a blessed Valentine's Day and a super week. Just enjoy love today. My name.